Welcome to day one of my six-figure content series. This is a three-day podcast mini-series where I am breaking down the ins and outs and behind the scenes of the content marketing strategy that I use to generate consistent sales in my business, even though I don't have a big account and my posts almost never blow up. Today's topic is four things that make my content marketing work like a hot damn. And when I say work, I don't mean that I get tons of views. I don't mean that I get tons of likes and all of those kind of vanity metrics that we all would love to have in high numbers all the time. What I mean is that my content marketing brings reliable and consistent leads and sales into my business. Okay, so what are these four things that make my content marketing work so well? I'm going to give you a quick overview and then we're going to do a bit of a deep dive into each one and then I'm going to recap at the end. So number one is that I always start with my offers when I'm thinking about my content. Number two is that I make the same point using different posts. Number three is that I'm always employing strategic content campaigns when I have something that I'm promoting. And number four is that I'm actively selling on stories almost every single day. And then I have a little bonus tip for you, a bonus thing that I do that really helps my content marketing, especially when the algorithm is not treating me super well and when engagement overall on Instagram is pretty low. So make sure you stay to the end and listen through and you can get that bonus fifth tip, okay? So let's start with number one, always starting with my offers. This is something that seems like common sense, but it is honestly not something I see people doing a lot. And I think this is the number one reason that people struggle with their social media marketing is because... They start outside of their business. They sit on the Instagram feed or on the TikTok feed or whatever it is. I've been personally paying more attention to Instagram lately. Um, One of my goals for Q2 is to get back into a rhythm with TikTok. But when I talk about content right now, I'm usually talking about Instagram. So people hang out on their Instagram feed. They're scrolling the Reels tab. They're looking at the people that they follow. And the way that they think about their content and the way that they plan their posts is coming from outside of their business. It's coming from other people's content. It's coming from trends that they see on the feed. It's not coming from within their business. And that is a mistake because in order to have effective effective content that actually creates good metrics in your business. And when I say good metrics, I mean leads, I mean sales, right? Like cash, revenue, the things that we actually want in our business, the things that actually matter. But you can't get those results if you create your content and if you plan your marketing starting outside of your business. You have to start within your business and you have to start with what you sell, okay? So when you're creating your content, it should be revolving around the things that you sell. Whether you have an online business, like a classic online business where you're selling sort of like digital products and courses and stuff like that, whether you're a service provider, it doesn't matter. Your content should revolve around your offers, okay? And that's something that I have always done and that has proved so successful for me online. And it has made my effort on social media go a lot farther, right? If you've listened to me for any length of time, you know I'm all about low input, high output, and making sure that my content is planned on the basis of what I sell and the offers that I have available is a low input, high output social media marketing strategy, okay? Because I'm not wasting my time creating a bunch of crap that has no relevance to my business. And if you wanna do that, if you have tons of extra time and you wanna be a content creator, you want to have like a personality brand for the sake of having a brand online, 
then that's amazing. But if you are someone that is specifically on social media to market your business and your business isn't your followers, it's not your influence that you have, then I really, really suggest that you take this tip to heart. And if you take nothing else away from this episode, start focusing your content around what you sell as opposed to what other people are doing or what's happening on social media platforms or in your niche at large, okay? The second point is that I make the same point with different posts. So if you have already downloaded the content matrix, then you probably know exactly what I'm talking about it here. If you haven't, you can go grab it right now. Um, But when I say I'm making the same point with different posts, I mean, I am literally saying the same thing in different ways in different post formats. Okay. And I do that very intentionally because only a very tiny percentage of the people who are following you will actually see all your content. Like almost nobody will see all of your content. It's so easy to miss in such a busy feed. And the way that the algorithms work is we're not, just because we follow someone, we don't see all of their content, right? It's not how it works. And we also don't see it in chronological order anymore. We might see something from someone we follow that they posted three weeks ago in our Reels feed and we never saw it the first time, okay? So it's really important that you take that into consideration and don't worry about being redundant, right? It's You have to be redundant. And that doesn't mean that you have to say verbatim the exact same thing 20 times in the same week, but it means that you need to present the same idea over and over again in different ways, not only because only if like not everybody will see all the same posts, right? No, like people won't see all of those presentations of that same idea, but because people learn in different ways and people are also different types of buyers, right? Every single personality type that follows you, buyer type that follows you needs to hear something in a different way for it to truly resonate with them and have the impact that you want it to have. So don't be shy about making the same point in different ways in the same short period of time, okay? The third thing that I do that makes my content marketing work is I use strategic content campaigns. And that means that when I have something to sell, when I'm opening the doors on a product, I don't just kind of like start posting about it. I don't open the doors and then say, hey, everybody, the doors are open. I start the process weeks ahead of time and I follow a content campaign that I actually teach you inside of Content CEO. And I follow that format to roll out my content and to give me a framework for posting and and creating on the platform leading up to the doors opening. Like the majority of the work is already done by the time I actually open the doors on my product or by the time I'm actually ready to promote it. And inside the course, I do explain what to do if you don't do traditional door open and door closing, um, like cart open, cart close, online business stuff. Like let's say you're a service provider and you're always selling the same three or four packages, right? I will show you how to do that using um, a a slightly restructured campaign. Um, But for the purposes of my business, I have a few things that I open throughout the year and we close them throughout the year as well, right? So I am... I know when they're opening and when they're closing and I plan content campaigns accordingly. And they are very, very strategic in the journey that they take people on, right? A campaign is not just blasting out promotional content about your offer. It's not just sell, 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 sell at all. It's so much more nuanced than that. And it requires that you really get inside the head of your ideal customer for that offer and you take them on a journey that will guide them to the point where they make a buying decision. And notice that I'm saying buying decision. I'm not guiding them to saying yes and and 
making a sale, right? It might not be a fit for them. It might not be the right offer for them. It might not be the right time for them. But what you want to do with your content campaign is consistently and reliably move them forward to the point where they can confidently make a buying decision. Because what's not good for them is if they're seeing your offer and they're feeling really wishy-washy and unclear about it. And it's not good for you either, because then you're going to get your DMs filled up with a bunch of questions from people that are not going to buy. It's really like exhausting and it doesn't feel very good as a business owner. It doesn't feel good for you. It affects your energy. It doesn't feel good for them, right? So we want all that work done before you even open the doors to your offer so that people are like, yes, I want this almost right away. And you have already laid that groundwork, right? They understand everything they need to understand about why the offer is valuable. And during your sales period, which is the last phase of your content campaign, that's where we are doing more of the hard selling and more of the promotional heavy content, okay? The fourth thing that I do that makes my content marketing work is that I mostly sell on stories and I do it very often and I do it in a variety of different ways. So I lean very, very heavily into Instagram stories. And if you listen to uh, a couple episodes back um, when I shared sort of January takeaways, one of the big things that I did in 2022 when I was having a super hard year is that I committed to continuing to show up on stories and I did not show up every day, which I would have liked to, but I showed up very consistently on stories, even when I didn't really have anything businessy to talk about. And what that did is it allowed my audience to stay connected with me as a person, even when I was struggling to show up in my business. And I do that even when I'm not like, I do that when I'm not struggling. Like I'm, I'm feeling really good about my business right now. I'm in a good headspace. I'm showing up almost every day on my stories and I'm just kind of taking people along with me through my day. Not constantly, not, you know, I'm not oversharing. I'm not, you know, here's me making a snack. Here's me walking my snack to the couch. Here's me like getting smacked in the face with a book by my toddler. Like we're not, we're not going into that granular level of detail. Like I personally don't like to watch a million stories on somebody's profile, but I'm doing little check-ins throughout the day. And I'm also constantly reminding people what I do and what I'm talking about these days. And what I'm talking about these days goes back to number one, revolves around what I'm selling these days, right? And so I'm constantly closing those loops and connecting those dots, right? And it's not in a pushy salesy way. It's very subtle. It's very hands off. It's very take it or leave it. You want to talk about this, read this story slide. You don't want to talk about it, tap straight through, right? It is like the least pressure situation anyone could ever be in to be educated about what you do or about your product or about the topic that you are currently talking about. But it's low pressure and it allows people to participate in the narrative that you want them to participate in while getting to know you better, while feeling connected to you, while understanding that you're more than just a person that has online offers, right? While understanding that you're a human being and getting a bit of a behind the scenes into your life. Stories are so, so, so valuable. And I have dedicated an entire module to how I use my stories and what, like how to use them in a way that is effective and powerful for your business as an online business owner inside content CEO. Because I just think, I think stories saved my business last year when I did not have the capacity to create tons of content that would get pushed out to new people. I think leaning on stories and really cultivating more connection with the people that already followed me absolutely saved my business from what could have been a very sort of like disastrous dip because I just didn't have it in me 
to put in that kind of like effort and energy that I normally would. So stories, very, very important. That is the fourth thing that I do that makes my content marketing work. And the fifth thing is something that you might not expect, but this is also something I've included as a bonus lesson inside Content CEO. And this is putting money behind my best performing content to make it work for me even harder. Okay. So I think when it comes to social media marketing, ads have kind of a bad rap. I actually heard one of our society students, um, her name is Christy, made a post about this. She's a marketing coach. Um, she made a post about this the other day where she was explaining that she thinks that um, ads have such a bad rap in the online business space and in, in the Instagram business space because people have started to talk about them like doing just organic marketing is a badge of honor and that um, you're kind of taking a shortcut if you use paid advertising. And I just do not agree at all. I, I used to think very negatively of ads in the first few years of my business and I have 1000% changed my tune. And here's why. As the content landscape has changed and the content, the, the demand of content marketing has increased so freaking dramatically, like the, the amount of content that we are expected to produce in order to make the algorithm feel like we're valuable enough to push our content out is insane. And the amount of content that you have to produce to pop up in your ideal client's feed reliably is insane, right? So the demand is so much higher now, which means the workload is so much higher in terms of content creation. There's no more like follow Friday or like Friday introductions on Instagram. Like that shit does not work, right? And they may be like putting photos out again. Like Adam Asari has said, they're going to focus more on still images again this year. But that doesn't mean that the content demand is going to change because we now live in this short form, short form video, like TikTok era, right? So in order to maximize the output from the input that I'm putting into my business, again, this is that output input conversation. When I create a post and I see that it's doing well on its own, so this is the key. You cannot just throw money at shit that isn't working, okay? When I see a post is doing well on its own, when I see it's getting lots of engagement, when I see it's starting really good conversations, if I'm getting lots of DMs about it, because that happens a lot with my content, people DM me privately about it. Um, they don't engage with it publicly. Um, and I actually love that. I love creating a space for people to have those conversations and to feel seen in a like safer way. Um, but when I see that that's happening, I will take that post and I will boost it. Now, boosting is not an ad strategy. Like, I just want to be super clear when you are running, um, like lead gen ads and sales ads, we are not using the boost function. Do not do it. Waste of your money. Absolutely not. I am not condoning that. I just want to be super clear. However, for the purposes of increasing your profile reach, gaining followers, and getting your best content in front of more of the right people, boosting those posts can be a super, super effective strategy. So I'm going to show you exactly how to do that inside Content CEO because it works so well for me. When I'm hitting kind of like a plateau or like a rut in terms of organic growth on Instagram... I lean heavily into that strategy and it always gives me that little boost that I need to kind of feel like my effort's actually doing something, right? And again, it I don't feel bad about it at all and you shouldn't either because it wouldn't work if you were putting money behind shitty content, right? It, it wouldn't work. 
you, you would not get any results. This will only work if you are creating quality content already, right? And if you're just kind of, you feel like the algorithm is just doing you dirty and your content's not getting in front of enough people, putting a little bit of money behind it is a fantastic way to correct that and have your post work so much harder for you without you doing any more work, okay? So just to recap those four things and the bonus thing, number one is I always start with my offers. Number two is I make the same point in different posts. Number three is that I always use strategic content campaigns to sell. Number four is that I'm always showing up on stories and I'm always selling on stories. And my bonus tip is boosting your best posts to get them working even harder for you than they already have. Okay, I'll be back tomorrow with day two of our six-figure content series. I can't wait. Talk to you then.